and good morning happy monday hope y'all are having just the best day it's really fun to kick off this christmas week with a really fun episode that's me and christopher and as y'all know those are kind of a favorite so this was recorded a couple weeks ago where christopher and i are kind of talking through eight years and eight big questions We have been blessed to be married for eight years and known each other for almost 11. And it was really fun to do a little bit of a non-traditional approach to like an anniversary episode, I'd say. So um, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will say definitely right now I am battling a cold in this episode. I don't think I was dealing with the cold yet, but I am definitely feeling a little groggy and my whole house has been hit with it all. We've been COVID tested, yada, yada, yada. We're negative. But just prayers for us as we go into this sweet Christmas week. And I just hope that it's full of love and life and we have the sense of family, even though our family is so far away. But y'all enjoy this episode. Enjoy Christopher. Oh, and before we jump into the episode, let me first say this was an episode that I just pressed record and I didn't really look at the time I just let me and Christopher just talk without really thinking so two things number one I had to edit this part out but Christopher and I got in a little bit of a you know spirited conversation at the beginning because Christopher was like all about joking and I was about serious and we just it wasn't that either one of us was actually wrong it's just we weren't on the same page so if you kind of hear hints of that at the beginning enjoy but also this episode just got really long and so I cut it into two parts so look for part two soon maybe as soon as tomorrow but as quick as I can edit it so this is the first half of the eight years eight questions and look for part two coming up but y'all enjoy this thanks so much for listening okay <laughs> I, I, did, it I did all that just to get to that <laughs> you knew because I, I knew it was gonna get you yeah. cheers cheers <laughs> mic check one two one two <laughs> Um, okay, so happy anniversary, even though it's been eight years and a week now. I know, and the week's what really made it. Yeah, I agree. I was really worried for the first eight, and the last (laughs) week, I think, I think it's gonna last. Oh, man. Okay, so today's episode is celebrating our eight-year anniversary, and part of me just like wants to go all the way back newly dating blah 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 but it's like the easy time frame is like our wedding day but i feel like before we get into it we have to kind of set the scene so i've talked about it a little bit but our house is christmified christmasified christmas fied christmas space fied christmas hyphen fied it is decorated christmas five <laughs> but one thing i'll say just like it's not even a pro tip, but it's just something we always do is when we look at houses as we're moving to a new place, we always think about where are we going to put the tree. So this house was unique because we did a FaceTime walkthrough versus actually seeing it before we signed the papers. And I remember standing in here the first time with it just a chaotic wreck and looking at that corner yep. right behind me that the tree's in and going, ah, that's where I'm going to put the Christmas tree. And I don't know why. It's just like a nice like bookend to like the year to know where you're going to put your Christmas tree. And so I'm really thankful and it's really sweet to kind of sit here with a little bit of a messy house, but a sweet tree and a 
good fire and a glass of wine. And it's such a fun thing when it's here. I always mourn taking it down. I know. And it's a blast having it up. Yeah, but kind of fun. I've always loved that our anniversary is in the fall. I love it that it's around Thanksgiving. And it just feels like kind of, well, I don't really know how Thanksgiving scientifically always falls, but I know that our wedding was right. Can I tell you where Thanksgiving falls? Yeah, please tell me. Last Thursday, November. It's always last Thursday. Always last Thursday. So will it ever be before the 23rd? That's my... Because I don't think in our eight years it ever... Well, it would have fallen before the 23rd if... You know what I'm saying? In eight years, the cycle... Yeah, it doesn't. Because I think there are... No, it's 30 days or 31 days in November. I was going to say there's 31 days in October for sure because Mm, of... And 31 in December, so I'm guessing 30. So in theory, it could fall on the 23rd. On the 23rd. Yep. What did... Anyway, I might look that up because I'm really interested about that. I'll put it in the editor's notes. It should fall on the 23rd at least once every... But we've had eight years and I don't ever remember it falling on the... Do you ever remember that? I think there was a leap year in there. Okay. two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Long story short is we got married, obviously, on a Saturday, and then Thanksgiving was the following Thursday. Yeah. That's what I know for sure. And so it's really fun. I love the idea that our anniversary is always, it feels like, like the kickoff of the holiday season. And you and I, at least high up on our love languages, is gifts. And so for me, I think like, we have anniversary, then we have Christmas, and then we have your birthday. And it's just like boom, 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 like Christopher's big gifts all in a row. I at least have April, which feels like a little bit into the year. I, I kind of wish one of our birthdays was in the middle of the summer, but sure. it's fine. And so it just feels like a fun like holiday gifting season, very exciting. So it's just a lot of fun. So anyway, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> so I know as a listener of the podcast, and you might be the only guy listener, <laughs> are you about to do the clap? You know it. Okay. Yeah. Big questions are a big part of uh, the podcast. And so I thought a fun way to kind of kick into this like next little phase of the year as we go into January and we go into 2022, which I'm very excited about, is to do eight years, eight big questions. So that's cool. Yes, I'm very excited about that, especially because the idea is on the podcast thus far, this is like we're in the 20s now. I think one of the things I've come to just absolutely adore in our relationship, and I pray other people have this too, is just the communication, the camaraderie, whatever you want to call it. I feel like I can never have enough time talking with you. And, (laughs) And I know that I started a podcast, but like, the only person, if I could only talk to one person for the rest of my life, it'd be you. I love your brain. I love hearing your thoughts on things. You're my favorite person to talk to. So I thought in light of bringing up big questions in the podcast, it'd be so fun to talk through eight big questions for eight years. And like I said, it'd be easy to be like, what is your number one? And what is your number two? And it's just, I don't want to do that. That's so like cliche and whatever. I just kind of I kind of want to give the listeners a taste of like what a Saturday midday mimosa on the porch conversation looks like for sure, us. That's you know great. what I'm talking about? Yeah. And actually, I thought of this idea when you and I were sitting there watching Alabama win the championship. Roll High Tide. Five. So for the listeners out there, Christopher has no idea. He has, he has not been prepped on these questions. So these are his full answers. And one thing to preface... Not all these are like marriage related questions. They're just stuff I want to like hear your thoughts on. Okay. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. 
So one number one is a marriage question. How have you, you Christopher, mm-hmm. matured in eight years? You know, it's interesting. I think that as I've gotten older, you, so you go from being single to dating and you start to care about another person. Then you fall in love with somebody and then you realize they're more important than you are. Mm-hmm. Then you make kids with somebody mm-hmm. or you adopt kids or whatever you do. You have kids in your life and you realize that all of those people are more important than you are. Mm. And so I think as I've gotten older, I've realized that I am pretty low down the totem pole of importance, right? And so, yeah, I I don't know if that matures me as much as it's humbling. Mm. And maybe that's part of maturity, but I just realized how low on the totem pole I am, if that makes sense relative to these people that I care a lot about. I think I think that if you think about like teenagers, they're very self-focused. They're very the world revolves around them, and so the ultimate maturity, which we're double our age from teenager, from teenagers, it is interesting to hear you say that because I completely agree. I literally know that I'm a blip on the radar, a speck on the earth. I am quote unquote nothing, but in the sense I'm so grateful for my little like speck. You know, I'm thankful yeah. for my little slice of life, and so. It does allow you to be more like thankful for the people that impact you and you cross paths with because yeah. you're like, what are the chances we're little specks? You that's know? such a great point. Wow, that's great. We've talked about this before, but like when you drive through, this always blows my mind. When mm-hmm. you drive across a highway, like mm-hmm. cross country trip, you make eye contact with the guy in the car next to you, probably never going to see a human being again. Yeah. But in that guy's life, in his car, he is that speck, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a whole life, a whole experience that no one sees. But, like, you don't never – you never know his story, right? You don't. And, and you never know, like, if it's a bad day. Like, I was just – I called you. I was crying the other day because I had to deal with transferring medical records out here. And it was really clunky. And I was like, the lady was so mean. She was angry for – I didn't feel like I was doing anything to make her angry. She was just angry. But I was crossing paths with her. I don't even know her name. But I was crossing paths with her for a second. I don't know if she, what does her life look like outside of that conversation? She has a whole life before her. And she has moments before that conversation that I don't know about. Did she just get yelled at? Did her daughter just go through something really tough? You know, those things would affect my life and affect the person I respond to next. So the best thing you can do in maturity is remember that there is a whole world outside of you. You get what I'm saying? So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, well, it's, it's just like a super mind-blowing thought that, yeah. I, I don't know, it, it's weird as you get older, you start to like have these deep introspective thoughts, and that's one of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So number two, what is your biggest pet peeve that I do? Oh, man. And I know it's so hard to come to mind because I am practically the most perfect human in the yeah. whole world. Most of these pods are 30 minutes. We could go for a while. <laughs> you know, what's funny is... I will tell you, because I can't, there's nothing that comes to mind, right? Like, there's plenty of things that I'm sure really tick me off during a day. But one of the first things that I remember we used to aggressively disagree on was when you're in the car and a phone call comes in. Yeah. Do you turn the music off by hitting the power button or oh. do you turn the radio down? Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> for those not in the room with us right now, typical me form, you turn the music down, right? Mm. It makes sense. Anna would get so mad, so mad. If I turned it to zero and didn't... I just don't understand. And didn't turn off the power button. I just don't understand. Yeah, and I don't I don't understand your thought process, but I have over... You're literally pushing power to it without any output. So therefore, it is a waste. I'm just saying, just turn it off. 
Just turn it off. You're literally wasting gas. I think, I don't know anything about like cars, but I'm pretty sure you're wasting gas. For sure, that's not how gas works. You know what? Over eight years, I now turn it off every single time. I appreciate that. Yeah, I love you. So you have no pet peeves now. You've oh, broken me. Amazing. And I love you. So yours is quick and succinct. You didn't ask me, but I'll go ahead and tell you. So when Christopher, when I, so I don't know if this is a common stay-at-home mom thing, but stay-at-home moms, and I'm just speaking for the whole group, is we typically ask our husbands, when are you coming home? And Christopher is always this big overarching, like, I'm going to try, or I'm thinking that. And I, I actually just don't understand that. And really, I'm trying to take a, back, take a step back and realize that my life is so scheduled. My life is literally hour by hour so scheduled and monotonous in a sense that I don't understand what it's like to not know exactly what you're going to do at a certain part of the day. And so for me, I'm like, just when, when are your calls done? You know, like, can you not do that call from home? Anyway, it's always a constant thing in eight years that I'm like, I do not understand how you don't come home at the same time every day. And again, makes no sense, but it is my pet peeve. Okay. Number three, what will happen? Okay. So we've had eight years. We've had like, what is it? 10 plus years, 11 years of dating. Well, no. So we've had like over- We're going on 12 years. We're going on 12 years. What will, but we've had eight years of marriage. Yep. What will happen in the next eight years? So I will say we always play this game and we've never been right. Mm -mm. So whatever we're recording now, I'm sure we'll laugh at in eight years. What year will it be in eight years? Uh, It will be about to be 2030. 2030. Wild. It was like it should be in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I will tell you we'll be married. (laughs) We'll have, knock on wood, Lord willing, another child Mm -hmm. at least. Will we be done having kids? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And then I'm really interested to see, because our marriage will make it through whatever it is, but I'm interested to see what the world looks like. Yeah. So the last eight years, if you think about what all has changed, Mm. so much, right? There's no TikTok. There was no pick your social media. There's no Mm. Snapchat. Like, there's all these things that are ubiquitous. No Venmo. No Venmo. Maybe early stage. But point is, like, there was a lot of things that we live with right now that we didn't have then. I'm really interested to see what we have in eight years. I'm scared and I'm interested to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the past eight years, I truly, and just honestly for, for the podcast, I will say that eight years ago, things that are, things that we are doing today were taboo eight years ago. Uber, Airbnb, Venmo, all these things. I know that eight years isn't the actual cutoff, but just to be clear that in my lifetime, Things that I thought were taboo, like going and staying in someone's house and never seeing them. Or wearing a mask outside, like to an event. I mean, a whole global pandemic. I know that there has been pandemics before this, but like we have a global pandemic. Our daughters will grow up with masks. And I'm just not, that's not something I even thought about. So yeah, in the next eight years, it is going to be as wild as the last eight years. That's all I know. Yeah, it has to be. Cool. Okay, so my next one I'm kind of excited about because I one of my things I love about you that you quickly love about other people is curiosity and hobbies. You love, it doesn't even matter if it's your hobby. You love when people have a thing. Yeah. What is something that you, Christopher, wish you were paid for that you like to do? And I want to, I want to take a big pause here because I almost want the listeners to think, what do I wish I was paid for? 
What is something that is, because you have to do something. You literally have to be output to receive input. So what a great question. And it's the whole, it's a play. It's a riff off of the whole idea of like, what is a hobby that you love so much? But the idea is like, it has to have an output. I'll be the, the first to say golfing, of course. Like if you're a professional golfer, cool, right? Like you get to literally do that for your job. But I would love for you to blow my mind and tell me something I'm not sure you're going to say. Yeah, so I wouldn't say pro golfer, which... Okay. Uh, Maybe that my, already blows my mind. To anybody that doesn't know me, I grew up playing golf, and that's it's a definite passion of mine. I would tell you that as I've gotten older and nerdier, and curiosity has become king and characteristics I like in people, there is a podcaster named Dan Carlin mm-hmm. who does this podcast called Hardcore History. Ask any history nerd about this. I think he's got the coolest job because mm-hmm. he reads about and pontificates on basically what it's like to live through historical things that were extreme. So he's talked about world wars. He's talked about pain and suffering. He's talked about that. He just did one on the whole Japanese-American conflict in World War II. It's crazy. And he go, he dives so deep into it. And I... Do you mind if I pause you for a second? Let me just be the first to say that this is something that I can just validate that Christopher has put the effort in. He has listened to every single, I mean, some of them multiple times. And I'm talking about how many hours? Oh, they're like six hours each. Six hours each. And how many do you think there are? Well, he does them in series of like four to six. So it's like 25 to 30 hours for a series within his, yeah. And I also love books too. So I'm a big history nerd for those that don't know me well. And so I do Audible and podcasts and stuff. But I think it'd be super fun to dig into history, understand and try, well, you can never really understand, but try to understand the mindset of the culture there and just work through what they went through. I think that is so much fun to do. I think it gives great perspective and it's wild to think that someone's going to do that about us Mm. in some form or fashion in the future. And so it's what can you glean from those in the past and then how do you apply that current state? to make the most sense of the world today. Okay, so if you are the resident historian of our relationship, I'm not saying I bring almost anything to the table, but I can bring good questions. So is there anything that you're seeing right now that feels relatable to things you've seen in the past? Like, is history in cycles? Yeah, I do think it's cyclical for sure. And, you know, I do think everything has a life cycle, which is a little scary to think through, Mm -hmm. right? We as humans do. Um, is it because we're so self-centered? We just think we're the best. Whatever you're in, you're the best. Uh, I think everybody's the star of their own story, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things, right? And I like don't want to go political or anything. But yeah, I, like history is the best thing to look back to. There's yeah. a lot of trends that are recurrent. And I just, it's the only thing we have is people that is anywhere near a playbook to what we're going through currently, right? So the Bible is is historical i believe but there's also other historical documents there's more recent history where you can see how people navigated a scenario and it might not be the exact same but there's some factors that are the same that you can try to learn from wild you always think of that with like government i always think with like political history and politics go together but do you think of that with parenting i feel like do people even really work through that because i feel like parenting has changed so much and everyone is so like appalled about the previous generation's parenting tactics. Yeah. I'm just interested as a dad because as a mom, especially a stay-at-home mom, I think about that a lot. What am I doing and am I doing it right? And I know you think about that too as a dad, but it's just, is parenting 
cyclical. Yeah, it's interesting. I was recently we had Thanksgiving, so around the anniversary, and we were talking to my grandfather about discipline tactics. Mm-hmm. I can tell you they were very different, and yeah. I don't think that Ellie or Kate would love maybe some of the ones that I heard about, but. Yeah, it's interesting because you think through different generations and the people they created, right? And see, again, going back to the history thing, and sorry if this is boring to anybody, but like the greatest generation in theory is the one after World War II. That's what they were deemed because of what they went through. Yeah. But those were hard people. They went through probably really hard childhoods. They went through the Great Depression. They went through all these things that were tough, and it made these really tough people. So you just wonder that how did their parents parent them to where they all had the gumption and grit to mm. go through and do something that required so much? Yeah. And then are we raising people the same way? And I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I would tell you I don't think so, but you never know, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think this is something we actively think about as as a couple and as parents. But, I mean, I don't want to raise wimps. Sure. At all. Yeah. But I also, one of the things I think about, and I actively think about, and I, I can't remember which podcast I was listening to that talked about this, but just talked about how it's important to teach your kids social skills. Like, that is something that is just underrated. People just kind of work through their days, they work through their parenting, but how you teach your kids about love and teach your kids about friendship and teach your kids about how to deal with conflict, those things are like the big buckets. If you're not doing that, then they're not going to be functional humans. And in fact, weirdly, a three-year-old, the way that you treat them and the way that you work through those buckets, that affects them as I'm sitting here, a 30-year-old woman, and I can quite possibly trace back how my parents treated me when I was three. Honestly, praise the Lord, in a sweet way. I know the way my parents raised me, those things were at the forefront, and my mom was intentional about that. It's just interesting. I'm just like, whoa, like intentional parenting, that is the important thing. Yeah, and it's funny. Again, we'll get off history in a second, but you asked me what my interest was, and this is showing now. But parenting, too, is one of the few things that you pass past your life, right? Because mm-hmm. your kids have a legacy. They have a yeah. whole thing, right? And so beyond our lives physically here on earth, like, Lord willing, Ellie and Kate will have lives and future children that they'll pass to grandkids and they'll have a whole family and lineage beyond us that we'll be a part of, but extends past us. And so what we do to influence them matters in that lineage. And that's a wild thought. It does. It's a wild thought. And I, I know you and I talk about this a lot about generational blessings and generational, honestly, curses or sins yep. that I just so badly want to be like, I know that there's general generational blessings that we are reaping the benefits of. And I'm so thankful for that. And we sat with your grandparents who are godly people and who have chosen to stick together through hard times. And honestly, we're, you and I are reaping the benefits of their choice. Yep. But I also know that everybody's a sinful human being. So I want to be mindful of the ways that we can continue that generational blessing in the ways that we've been affected by sin because we're, we live in this world. And so you and I, we also bring certain things to the table and our mixture could be a new generational sin. And I just want to like ward against that. And like, I feel like we do our best to be actively present in that and make sure that within our bounds of opportunity, we try our best to not pass that on, but it is what it is. Isn't it weird to think about the fact that we aren't perfect. We do mess up 
And so, therefore, our kids are going to be married one day and they're going to be like, oh, my parents did it this way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Isn't that's that weird? Crazy. All right. So, quick interjection. What's your greatest sin? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Sorry. Hating you. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know if that was as much of a cliffhanger for you as it was for me when I just stopped editing it. I love hearing Christopher's like reaction and thoughts to all these points, but I'm really excited for part two because I think there's some really funny questions and really good questions that like I think you should talk to your spouse about. And it's not all relationship oriented. It's just really cool questions. But with part one behind us, I will say I have one editor's notes or one like thing I feel like I had to follow up on as I worked through the edits. I thought, wait, could Thanksgiving ever fall on the 23rd? And in fact, y'all, the 23rd of November is the earliest that Thanksgiving can fall. So therefore, in like, I think three years, it will fall on the 23rd again. And y'all, I'm so dumb. I'm literally like shocked because I remember the Instagram post that I posted, oh, we're pregnant with our first with Ellie. It was our anniversary and it was Thanksgiving. It was a Thursday. So I feel dumb. But anyway, so yes, it will happen. I just feel like I had, I know y'all were sitting on pins and needles about that. Anyway, hope y'all enjoyed part one. Look forward to part two. There's going to be a lot more funny things for you to giggle at with us. But hope y'all just go forward and have just a really sweet day and a really sweet week. It's a great week of the year. So just enjoy it. Soak it up. Go slow. Don't rush through it. And I look forward to talking with you on a future episode. Y'all have the best day. Bye.